I've done seven weeks of strength training. And boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> That's not a joke. It's not a, that does, doesn't even work as a joke. I am noticing some differences, uh, particularly some of these muscles in my arm, like this, this little one right here. If you're watching on, if you're listening on the podcast, it's the, the muscle. I, I don't know muscles. It's the, it's like on the side to the back of the arm near below the shoulder. It's getting, getting a little bulgy. Um, my belly, my beer belly, we could call it, is going down a little. Uh, it's good. It's all good. I'm, I just go through cycles of soreness and not soreness. I work out real hard, push myself further, get a little sore, rest, goes away, eat, eat protein, goes away. And I still enjoy doing it. It's hard, still hard, because I'm always just making sure it's hard, and my trainer is making sure it's hard. But when the time comes around to do it, I'm like, yay. I've been watching Eurovision, Netflix, Will Ferrell, off and on while working out, just kind of half watching it. It's, it's fine, it's a, good, it's a good fun Will Ferrell venture. Um, better than many what Will Ferrell ventures. So there you go. And here's, I wanna go through what I've done to, to get to this point. It's working and I feel like I'm gonna continue and it's gonna continue to work. And the things I figured out, the things I've learned, what I, what I'm, what I think I'm doing right and how I got here. I, uh, uh, long, like four years ago, or I don't know how long ago, I, I trained to run a marathon and I lost 30 pounds doing that. But you'll find if you start running or you start exercising, it's not gonna work right away. It probably, it might work actually right away. You might notice some improvement, but then after a little while you'll peak and then it'll stop working. That, that's often the case. With uh, running, when I was training for my marathon, I'd started running. I didn't, re I, I didn't really notice significant like weight loss or anything right away. I think when you run, you get, you get hungry. If you're not paying attention to what you're eating, you can easily uh, overeat, eat more than what your body needs. And then you, you could even gain weight when you start running. That happens to people. Um, I was running for a little while. I didn't notice like losing weight. It wasn't even really my goal to lose weight. I was just, um, just training for a marathon. I didn't know. I, I found a Hal Higdon training schedule online. He's a marathoner, marathonist. And he um, gave this schedule for novices, for more, more intermediate, more advanced. I did the novice one. I haven't gone back to do it again. I would like to run another marathon. And maybe next time I won't, I won't be going to novice anymore because I will, because I've been running quite a bit lately. But anyway, I was running for a while and you start out three to five mile runs, occasional six, occasional seven mile run. And I didn't really notice giant improvement. I did start my, I did start to get some knee pain and a commenter said, uh, maybe you should, I mean, a way to help avoid knee pain is to lose weight. And um, so I decided, okay, I'm gonna try that. And 
So I started counting my calories. I use a Lose It app. It's called Lose It, not a sponsor. I started counting calories, not very strict. I was not very strict about what I was eating. I was not even that strict about hitting like a really low calorie count. Just making sure I wasn't overdoing it and being aware of what I was eating. I think that's the most important thing. Just be aware of how, how calorically dense certain foods are uh, and how much you're eating. And I didn't pay much attention to what I was eating. I didn't pay attention to protein. The macronutrients, fat, carbs, pro protein, um, I didn't pay attention. I did notice that when I had eggs in the morning, I stayed fuller longer. Uh, it wasn't like really full. It didn't really curb my eating. It wasn't like I was, oh yeah, I'm good for the whole day. But I did notice like it just lasted a little longer. So I started having eggs in the morning. And uh, then, and now, now I know that it's because protein. Protein, if you have protein, it does make, it does fill you up and stick with you longer. Um, but back then I didn't really pay attention, just was eating and I started running, counting calories. And then once I got up to like 10 miles, 11, 12, some days 13 miles. I never got higher than that, even though you're supposed to when you train, because uh, you're supposed to get up to like 20, work your way up to 20 miles before leading up to the marathon. But I didn't get there because uh, my knee, I still I still continued to have some knee, I got, I got different kind of knee pain later on, which kind of stopped me from running. And then also a wedding and all the things around that, which just threw the whole schedule off. So I ended up not getting to where I should have marathoning. But when I got around 10 to 12, 11, 12, 13 miles, that's when the weight started really falling off. When you get up to the, when I was getting up to those levels, I found it challenging to even hit my caloric needs for the day. I had to, I had to consciously eat more, make sure I got there or make sure I wasn't like being unhealthy, like just being malnourished. Um, also get, you do get pretty darn hungry. I remember wolfing down a, a Subway sandwich and it was like, like I had nothing. Like I was just, I just ate the whole thing and I felt nothing because I was just so calo calorie, in such a calorie deficit. <clears throat> but that's when the weight really started to fall off. And, um, <clears throat> and so I developed these habits. I, I started really enjoying running, first of all. And so that just became a habit after a while. It takes a little while, but once I got there, like it got to the point where like five miles was fun and felt good. Um, and have the habits of better breakfast. Like I, was, I wasn't having things that aren't really gonna fill me up, but yet do have a lot of calories. Like, I don't know, like pancakes. Uh, you do feel a little full for a little while, but it goes away. Uh, not, not that I was eating like pancakes a lot or cereal, some, you know, sugary things. Um, so I developed those good habits. It took some time. Like I can tell you, I can sit here and tell you if you want to, if you want to develop these habits, I can just tell you what to do, but that's not going to be enough. You have to, it takes some time. It takes trial and error, learning yourself what works for you, what doesn't. It just, it's not going to be an overnight thing. Um, and then so after doing that, we moved to Austin. We, we moved from Chicago to Austin, and I kind of stopped running for a while. Just life was changing. There were a lot of things happening. 
and it was really hot <laughs> and just kind of had fun going to restaurants and things and kind of put some weight back on. But then, then off and on would run. Uh, and then move back to here, like years passed and I like was just kind of off and on doing it, but not paying that close attention. And, and now we're at where we are today where I'm learning more. I'm still learning. Uh, I found this, now that I've started working out, I've noticed, like I was for the first couple of weeks of doing this uh, exercise, I noticed that I, uh, I wasn't, like my belly wasn't going down. Like I was maybe getting a little bit of muscle, but my belly was staying the same or even seemed like it might be getting bigger. I wasn't paying attention to what I was eating. Uh, and even despite everyone saying like, that's like the most important thing when you're trying to build muscle or, uh, is your what you're eating. Um, and my trainer told me to get more protein. So I've started tracking protein. And I found this Tim Ferriss video where he talks about good way to uh, maintain your weight or lose weight, uh, lose the belly, whatever, is just eat a bunch of protein early in the morning. So get up. He, he recommends two eggs, two or three eggs, he says, and black beans or some kind of beans, maybe something green for fiber. And you do that early on and you will be kind of, you'll feel kind of satiated for the rest of the day. Not like don't eat anything else, but like you just won't crave as much for the rest of the day. Um, so I started doing that. I've had eggs and beans every morning since in the past like three or four weeks. Has it been that long? Maybe maybe not quite that long, but uh, it, it works. It truly works after a little, it, you might get sick of it after a little while, but it truly, it truly does make me feel full, fuller longer. And then I'll snack on like an apple and peanut butter. Apple Apples make you feel full. Peanut butter has fat. I'm trying to, you just gotta watch out for it, but uh, not that you can't have fat ever. Just gotta, you know, can't just like gorge yourself on peanut butter. Um, and so I'm making, and I have a protein shake that I'm taking. So I'm making sure I'm getting the protein. I'm hitting the exercise every day. It's gradually getting more challenging or more or longer. I'm getting gradually getting better at things, learning the, f the proper form of like a push-up. I was doing them way too fast before. I talked about that in the main channel video. And, uh, able to do planks a lot longer now and pretty much all everything I'm able to at first which seemed nearly impossible I mean, I'm starting to be able to do I get sore but pr eating protein apparently helps with the soreness and it's working it just takes at this point it just takes consistency and time and patience it can be so easy to give up I've I've felt frustration while doing this the person first four weeks maybe or so looking in the mirror and not seeing much after all this work just not seeing much uh you just have to stick with it develop the habits and this is something that i want to be able to, it's not it's in my mind now like not in the in the past when i've started exercises or running or whatever it was always felt a little temporary like okay i'm going to do this i'm going to get to a point and i'm going to be there and i'm going to win i do not have that mentality now i feel like I'm trying to find a new normal, something that I'm going to continue just forever because I'm going to live forever. So, uh, 
I'm just going to continue. And I, I, why I do it, I did this video, why do people like getting ripped? For many of the reasons I talk about in that video. Um, and I, and also I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I want to do what I should. I don't want to look back in the future. I don't want to look back and say I should have done this. And I wouldn't have whatever health problem or mobility issue or something later on in life. I don't want to look back and say that. So I'm doing, I'm doing everything that people say you're supposed to do or if they say are good for you, is good for you. I'm doing it. I'm trying it. See if it works. And, I, and I've discovered over years of trying things and doing them a while, you, I start to like things that seem unlikable at first. Running? I like it. I'm, I'm looking forward to exercises. Um, it takes an initial getting over frustration and a long-term getting over frustration of things not working out the way you want them to. I've also now significantly reduced my alcohol intake for the past uh, four weeks or so. That, I think, is a, one of the big factors in noticing the decline, slow decline of the belly. I still got it. I look in the mirror, I still have a, a larger belly than I would like to have. And uh, so, but it is slowly, slowly declining. And it's because of the slowly not watching my calories and, and not drinking as much. Still, I still am having alcohol occasionally. I want to be as realistic as possible because I can't, if I get too extreme, I will just bounce back. And uh, I think I'm at where I'm at right now because of the years of trying. Failing sometimes, succeeding sometimes. It's just something that takes a while. I think it's, you run a danger when you do this or try anything to think that it's not for you. I don't even under, like that's not something that I ever really think. This isn't for me. Maybe shopping. I don't like shopping. Uh, but then again, no, I don't. There are times when I enjoy shopping, especially if it's if I really need things. Um, and if I feel like I have time in a day to spend to, you know, deliberate and think about what's the best thing to buy or whatever. Um, I don't like to think that anything isn't for me. I think anything could be for me if I just decided to try at it. Um, Yeah, that's I guess, that's where we're at. I think a long for a long time I thought bodybuilding, strength, muscles, exercise, regular exercise, not for me. I'm too busy worrying about writing songs or movies, like watching them and critiquing them and maybe someday making my own even though I'm still saying that. Uh and making videos and being funny and um I'm too busy for this exercise thing. That's just not, it's not, it's not, it's not for me. I don't, looking back, I of course could have done it when I was younger. I had time. I, I was wasting a lot of time on things. I mean, I was having fun. I'm not, I don't regret anything really. It led me to where I'm at right now. But I could have been more efficient with a lot of my time and maybe been a little healthier, uh, 
developed healthier habits, worked on things that I wanted to accomplish more. I think this is all probably before I started Wheezy Waiter, what I'm thinking. Once I was doing Wheezy Waiter, I truly didn't have a lot of time. I was working. I, I threw myself into Wheezy Waiter. I was working all the time on Wheezy Waiter. But before that, I feel like I was, I was lost a little bit. I was meandering. Um, didn't, I did, I kind of knew what I wanted, but I didn't try that hard at it, or maybe didn't even know how to try that hard at it. Uh, or the things that people tell you you're supposed to do, they weren't for me. Like being in a band, um, we would work on songs and try to make them awesome and play shows and try to sell them. But I never really tried that hard at promotion, at the business side of it, raising money, uh, maybe trying to talk to PR people, really getting serious about the, about getting out there, learning or writing songs that were, that could be hits, you know, thinking about it in those terms, still doing what we want, but also, you know, making things that are going to be more widely appealing. You could go that route. I don't know that I would actually want to go that route still, but, um, those are things that could have been done that weren't because we're, it was all, it was all about one aspect of the thing. And I feel like it could have put some more energy in other things, but they weren't for me. I told myself, I'm not a business person. That's not for me. I don't care about money. Uh, I don't care about getting up early, being responsible, being healthy. I just go where my, my passion takes me and that's it. And that's, yet and i think that's not not necessarily the most useful way to be um again you can go too far the other way which is why i probably shied away from that stuff i just thought about worst case scenarios about going too far like if i started exercise and started caring about muscles like what if i cared so much about my muscles and how i look then i stopped caring about the things i care about now like what if i stop being real you know to myself and it's just all about my image i'm not going to do that no i'm not going to build muscle i think those are maybe exaggerated forms of what i thought before but somewhat what i thought before and i maybe it's just this comes with age i don't know but i completely think differently now about every asp anything anyone any kind of hobby anyone's into um I think there's a there's a genuineness and a passion in mo behind most of the things people do. Some people probably do things for the wrong reasons or don't or are more superficial about certain things. But I think that all the all the thing all the things people do like strength training, I don't know, something you're into that I would probably wouldn't be into right now, like outdoorsy stuff, camping, mountain climbing. I wouldn't mountain climb, but maybe hikes. I would go. I like oh, that. Sounds like nice to me. But uh, if, uh, I don't know. Aspects of society that, to me, are seem on the surface like, well, that's not. It's not something art arty like I'm into. You know, like I like art house film. I'm like, I'm like a serious deep person. But but I I think it misses the point where you can be serious and think profoundly and deeply about any hobby 
that you're that you're into anything you're into. And that's why that's how people got into things in the first place. I'm just less narrow in my view about how how the world works, I think, and how people work. Um, is I guess what I'm trying to say here. Uh, and I feel like I could. That's what I mean. That's kind of what's behind the "Why Do People Like" series. I think sometimes I'm just doing a "Why Do People Like" because of something I'm already interested in. But other, but I would like to ideally pick things that are very far from my interest and learn why people like them to help me and everyone understand each other better. Uh, and to do these challenges to learn things that sound difficult or impossible or things that I'm not capable of because it's not for me. Um, learn that maybe it could be for me. Anything could be. I think that's, that's the main drive of what I'm doing right now in general. These videos, these Wheezy News videos, this Wheezy Monday thing began, I think, uh, well, it began at, at first because I was going to do long, more long-form stuff on the main channel. I wanted to still have a more regular thing. So that's why I started Wheezy Mondays over here. But now Wheezy New, or Wheezy Waiter, currently I'm doing like weekly almost. So that purpose isn't really necessary for Wheezy News. But after a while it became, I stopped editing. I stopped cutting these. Partly because then it's, you know, it takes less time <laughs> for, so I can work on the other videos. But partly, I think mostly because it, this kind of thing didn't feel like it was for me. This is a This started as a challenge. This unedited conversation with you guys. Because I have such a tendency to be a perfectionist, to worry, to think about how all the things I say might be wrong or a mistake or a failure. Uh, and so I edit meticulously kind of out of fear to make sure that I'm doing things right. I mean, it's good to make sure you're doing things right, but I think sometimes I might overthink and over and over worry about that. So this, this unedited talking is sort of a way to get over that, to throw my words out there off the top of my head in a very messy way um, and live with the consequences. Get comfortable expressing my myself regardless of the consequences. And so that's why, that's this channel. It's doing something that I didn't think was for me. Just off the cuff meanderings. Even now I still, the, the, the critic in, in the back of my mind is still there. I'm still like, well, I wish I would've said that better. What am I going with here? This seems unclear what I'm saying right now. I'm still going through that right now and during this video talking and I don't know that's something I'll ever get over. I think there are people who don't have that. I think there are people who can just say things and not worry, and not worry about what they said. I've never been that person. And I probably will always be this, this way. But this exercise of talking to you guys, unedited, unfiltered, it helps. Helps develop skills. I mean, it's not like it's unfiltered. I still filter things through my brain, and I think I, Maybe just doing this helps helps me filter through my brain immediately rather than re relying on editing later. So yeah, this wasn't for me, but now I think it is for me. I think I've gotten very comfortable. I think the daily, the Patreon daily vlog, I do these every weekday, 
uh, not this long, and I don't, and I'm only just started doing them this long on Wheezy News, on Wheezy Mondays, but uh, on Patreon I've been doing them every weekday as well, and that really helps. It's like journaling, but with an audience, uh, and without having to, without writing. Writing makes it feel a little different. Um, but I, f I feel much less anxiety about saying the right thing or like being pristine with my words for you, for YouTube, and starting to more um, put more emphasis on just expressing how I truly feel. I, I think I often hide how I truly feel because it's not because I'm embarrassed, because I think what I feel is wrong, but because I think it's hard, hard to express and might be boring for people or it might be nonsensical. Um, but I'm getting better at that because I think that's actually ultimately what most people want. They want the truth for me. We want the truth from each other. We want to know how each other truly feels. And we, we uh, I think there's more interest in that than listening to some fake script, um, some polished, pristine thing. And I think eventually, I think that's a big problem with politicians historically is how polished and hidden they always feel like they have to be. Maybe not all of them currently. Certain very prominent ones lately seem to be not hiding anything. And uh, for better or worse, people are responding to that. I think that's what we're, as we all become more comfortable being public because we're all on the, on the Facebooks and the Twitters and the Instagrams and the TikToks and the YouTubes. Um, I think the idea that you have to script things and light them perfectly and have perfect hair and whatever, it, that's going to be less important going on forward in the future. Uh, like with politicians, with, you know, traditional public figures, I, I hope it'll become less important. And what becomes more important is um, just getting good at expressing how you truly feel. Yeah. Hopefully I've contributed to that because I think that's a good thing, ultimately, that, we, that we're more honest and open about those things because there are certain things we may truly feel that are not useful, that are not good. Some, some people may truly feel that I think are not good and that they, we should have that debate, that we should be open about it and, and let people know maybe help educate people, inform each other of why certain thought patterns and feelings might be harmful. Uh, anyway, those are my ideas for this Monday. And uh, next video is going to be about how to make better decisions. I think it's going to be called um, How to Stop Procrastinating by Making Better Decisions. And I think it's going to be, I'm making a new playlist because I did how to stop procrastinating with a 10 minute rule before. And this is how to stop procrastinating by making better decisions. I think that's going to be a playlist. And I think going forward, I will do more how to stop procrastinating by or with. Um, and just give you 
new because I feel like that's that's the big uh, the big villain when it comes to being productive is procrastination and so like generally all the productivity tips are ways to fight it the way I see it anyway so I'm gonna I think I'm gonna keep going down that path for that playlist next one is how to make better decisions and um, and I mean, I didn't want to say quicker decisions because you can't always make quick decisions. You probably shouldn't always make quick decisions. Anyway, that video probably coming out in a day or two or three, hard to say. And then the next video, China and I dancing. We're gonna learn to dance for a certain amount of time every night for a week and then do the dance. Maybe, I don't know if we'll do the full dance in the video. But that video should come out soon after that. Video after that, I don't, have, I don't know that I have an idea for the video after that. But the video after that is why do people like alcohol? I'm interviewing how to drink. Uh, Greg something something is his name. He and I have similar subscribers. We're both numbers. We're both um, approaching a million subscribers. But he makes a channel all about how to make cocktails and it's great, he does a great job. I didn't know about it until I asked people who I should interview. Um, but that video will be coming out soon. And I think that's about it. You can support me on Patreon, which I mentioned earlier. I do these kind of videos. Shorter though, every weekday. This is a podcast. You can listen to it podcast style instead if you want. Um, and uh, Wheezy Monday playlist should be on the screen. Thank you. You're great. I think. <laughs>